This is Frank Dominguez for WDAV's Piedmont Arts. On Wednesday, December 14th at 7.30 p.m., WDAV launches another noteworthy concert video presented in partnership with the Fair Play Music Equity Initiative. This series brings together artists of color from the Charlotte music scene with classical musicians for some genre blending and community building. This time, the collaboration is between music producer and recording artist Young Citizen, classical musicians Casey Mink, violin, and Suzanne Polk, piano, and bassist David Vergato. Thanks, everyone, for joining me. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Hi, good to be here. Very nice to be here. Thanks for having us. Young, let's start with you. For listeners who aren't familiar with your music, how would you describe it and what genres, to use that word, do you think it inhabits? Yeah, so when it comes to my genre, I would probably, I would definitely put it in the hip hop genre, but I would add like alternative with it or contemporary just because it has a messaging behind the music and uh, and it impacts my fans in a positive way. Now, what went through your head when somebody reached out to you and asked about participating in this noteworthy concert with, quote, classical musicians? What did you make of that? I was actually like super happy because it was something that I've kind of been manifesting. I've always wanted to play like the ultimate dream for me or goal is to play in front of a I would say like an orchestra or a symphony behind my music while I perform so just to get this little glimpse of you know um opportunity I was I was super happy about it and um after that performance that I did with Noteworthy uh I actually have like some pretty dope ideas that I actually want to uh, experiment pretty soon so I'm, I'm putting some things in the plan but I was super excited when I when I got the call about that. Where do you think that ambition came from? Was there uh, some uh, performance you saw that inspired you in that way? Yeah, well, you know, when it comes to me producing, like strings is like one of my favorite instruments. I saw a documentary of one of my favorite artists. His name is Nas. Um, he's from Queens, super famous like hip hop artist. But he did a documentary with the National Symphony out of D.C., and they did an entire like production. He performed one of his famous albums, Illmatic, and uh, it was a really like dope experience to see on TV. I'm like, yo, I, that's what I want to do. I want to do that. Casey, like most professional musicians, you also teach, but I'm interested to see that you're registered with uh, Suzuki Association of the Americas. My late mother-in-law was a Suzuki teacher, and I imagine many of our listeners at WDAV have kids or grandkids who studied the method. And I'm curious about whether your perspective as a Suzuki instructor informed in any way your approach to a collaboration like this one. Ooh, that's a good question. Well, the idea behind Suzuki is learning an instrument like you learn your native language. And so you learn to listen and speak before you learn to read. Nowadays, I think more Suzuki teachers are incorporating reading earlier, but it's still that principle of learning by ear. So a lot of what I do as a teacher and a performer is not looking off the music, just playing what I'm hearing in my head. So there definitely was an overlap in my understanding of Suzuki and my approach to this collaboration. All of the songs that we did, I would listen to them at home because Young Citizen had a track for us to listen to. And instead of writing something out for myself, I would just explore different sounds that I thought matched the colors and the rhythms of his music. It, it all just was about my feeling. It was all just about my ear. What, what range sounded good, what texture sounded good. And yeah, I would say I did that for, for every single song we did. 
Suzanne, in addition to being a performer and teacher, you're a composer as well, with a work premiered recently at the Charlotte New Music Festival by the Bayo String Quartet. How did this collaboration engage the composer side of your creativity? What I think as a composer, the first step, at least for me, is that I'm improvising. You know, I'll just be at a piano and no matter if I'm writing for one instrument or if I'm writing for a quartet or a laundry ensemble, it always generally starts with me at the piano, partially because I'm a pianist. But yeah, it's a great tool for, you know, building an improvisation and just hearing certain ideas melodically come to life. So with Young Citizen, I mean, I definitely first wanted to just, I, you know, wrote out the chords and had a, you know, like an outline. So I would have a way of relating uh, with his music. But then, you know, early on, I started to gravitate towards, you know, improvisation as a style for some of his uh, pieces in a more classical manner, yes, but still from a voice standpoint of that way in the in the room, and, and you'll hear it when you watch it on the television, some of the stuff that we're doing is like that day. We had planned out everything we were doing, but the energy, you know, kind of came from how we were feeling in the room and what we were getting from the audience and how Young Citizen was feeling. And that also informed my musical ideas that day which I feel very grateful that I felt comfortable to <laughs> just, you know, have my certain ideas, but also using my background of improv as well to just make musical lines happen and respond to my two wonderful partners as well. Uh, you know, Casey and Dave, uh, you know, we just, I felt like we always had a conversation going, which was nice. David, as a musician who performs and teaches jazz in addition to classical music, I expect you have a slightly different perspective than perhaps uh, Casey and Suzanne had on this uh, collaboration. In your experience, how are jazz and and hip hop similar and and how do they differ? Well, I don't honestly have a lot of experience with hip hop music, so this is kind of new to me. Um, But I think there's a lot of similarities in that you're you're basically improvising over a structure of uh, of a chord progression and a rhythmic loop some kind of beat um so i think in in a lot of ways uh jazz music we have a set of chord progression that you know in a song structure or form that we're following and then we also have uh a groove that each style of, of each tune is in um so i'd say in those ways there's uh some similarities between the two now how has your um uh academic experience prepared you for work, whether it's uh, this particular concert with uh, Young Citizen or other uh, performances that you do in the jazz realm. Uh, How do you uh, bring academic training into those kinds of uh, contemporary contexts where there's a lot of improvisation? I would say that in general, I try to not think too uh, of my teacher side, I guess, when I'm when I'm performing. Um, but all of those components that I teach my students, um, they are part of me and they're part of like, you know, what I rely on when I'm playing with other musicians. Um, so, I mean, I have a really broad background with different styles of music that I've played over the years and, and teaching. And, you know, I've always, uh, taken my teaching role and felt that my experience as a musician and my, my background as a performer has helped me to become a better teacher. 
Young, what was your musical education like from your earliest years to the point where you decided to pursue a profession in music? Yeah, so I started out playing saxophone when I was in elementary school. And then when I got to middle school, I kind of chilled out. But when I got to high school, that's when I started like producing and like making beats on like a software called Fruity Loops. Um, but then when I got to college, uh, that was my main music was my major. I got taught classically on the piano and that was my instrument throughout my four, four and a half years there in college. Um, and um, I took all the music classes that I needed, you know, music theory and all that, oral skills. And um, that's when I realized I wanted to uh, continue producing for sure, like my main thing, but I also wanted to get into songwriting and like performance. Um, and so then, you know, I, I had an opportunity to perform a lot on campus and um, do a lot of studio sessions and, you know, recording myself and, um, you know, doing things like that. So it really got, it got super serious when I got to college. Now, you talked about the message that you have in your music. So what would you say that message is and how does it manifest itself in your music? Yeah, well, see, when it comes to my messaging, like I really want to give people the messaging of, of what I of what I go through in life, you know, experiences that I've been through, because at the end of the day, I could be saving someone's, you know, some someone's life. Um, so that's where the messaging really comes from. It comes from my my own personal life experiences. And then I I'm able to put it into a rhythmic you know, cadence, you know, on, onto a song, you know, and um, yeah, then that's, that's how I've been able to really, you know, uh, express my messaging. This next question is for all of you and I'll uh, direct you, uh, Suzanne, to give me the first answer. What will you remember most about working together on this noteworthy concert? I think what I'll remember is that it was so much fun. I think it's rare that we get to create and what I mean is that even though we had a basis of music, it wasn't just playing the notes as they are in front of you, which is so much of what we do in classical end. And I'm not denigrating that. I love doing that. But I really loved having an opportunity to just be live and to have, you know, a more creative aspect of the music that we were making. And Casey, how about you? What was the most memorable part of the collaboration? I loved the overlap of the different worlds and the different genres. That was really fun for me. And not only in the collaboration process before we gave the concert, but the audience itself did not feel like your typical classical musician audience. That was such a thrilling experience. I mean, when I played the cadenza that I came up with, before one of the songs, the audience was clapping, they were cheering, and it just gave me so much energy to continue playing. And I, I just realized that this is actually an interaction with the audience, not just me playing and them sitting there listening passively. Well, I thought we had a really good bond. Um, I thought the, the, the musicians, we had never met each other, but we all had a really good hang. And I think that that's really a big part of it. You know, as a, as a teacher, I see how the students, they come into the space, the rehearsal space, and they just love to be around each other and they, they enjoy being with each other. And I think that's really a thing that's not talked about maybe as enough with music and that the, the fact that it builds camaraderie, it builds community and it builds relationships. Young, let's give you the last word with an answer to that question about what do you think you're going to remember most clearly or most positively about this experience? 
Yeah, I would say the same thing as, as David would. It was really just around the community and the, and the camaraderie. Like the, the first rehearsal we came into, we came in it knowing what we what the what the uh, assignment was. But it's like we all have a love for music, so we know what we want to do, and we and we know how we want to impact the fans when they come to the show. Um, and so I was super grateful to build those relationships with David, Casey, and Suzanne because those are going to be relationships I'm always going to always have. Like you know, and if I ever have an opportunity, I, I know I could reach out to them and see if they're available or vice versa, you know, and knowing their uh, experience and their knowledge for music was, was such was such a refreshing feeling. And like, like I said, I have ideas after this and I was super grateful for the opportunity just to play with them because I mean, they're just, they're, they're, you know, at the end of the day, they're professional. So they know exactly what they're doing. Like we only had one rehearsal and we just went crazy at the performance. Like people loved it. So it was just really awesome to just work with them. My guests have been music producer and recording artist Young Citizen, violinist Casey Mink, pianist Suzanne Polk, and bassist David Vergado. Their noteworthy concert video premieres Wednesday, December 14th at 7.30 p.m. You can catch it via WDAV's YouTube channel and Facebook page, and you can get more information about the artists in the series from noteworthyclassical.org. Thank you all for speaking with me. Yeah, appreciate you all. Thank you for the opportunity. Uh, thank you to David, Suzanne, Casey. You all were phenomenal. Thank you to uh, WDAV for sure. And thank you to Noteworthy, uh, Fair Play, Q House. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to Charlotte, Queen City. Thanks to everybody for having us. Thanks for WDAV for hosting us. And shout out to all my students at Providence and Winthrop. Thank you for having me. It was a total joy. All the love to Young Citizen. I'm so grateful. I'm really grateful to Noteworthy and everybody at WDAV for having this program, and I'm so honored to be a part of it. Thanks for having me on. For WDAV's Piedmont Arts, I'm Frank Dominguez.